What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to The Huddle. You already know this is the only place we're having the hard conversations that we all need but nobody wants to have. And I'm so excited for episode six of season three. I hope that you guys had a happy Thanksgiving. Uh, I hope y'all are saving some money now. I know y'all probably blew some money on Black Friday and got some pretty cool things for your loved ones or maybe for yourself. Treat yourself. I see ya. But man, I'm just so happy to be back. I'm solo once again, uh, season three, but I think it's going to be good. LA will be back next week, so you, you already know if y'all don't like my advice, you can go ahead and click off, but I think it's going to be good. We're, we're about to get it popping in. You know, the first segment is Hear Me Out, so uh, put the pumpkin pie down. I'm tired of the pumpkin pie being in the conversation. It's time to be honest. Pumpkin pie isn't sweet potato pie. It's not even close. Pumpkin pie out of all pies is probably it's probably number one for the the, the worst pie. Pecan pie, pecan pie, however y'all say it. You know, that, that might be number one. It's, it's neck and neck, but those two, man, I'm sorry. I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but if you love pumpkin pie, I'm praying for your taste buds. God can still turn around your situation. Mm. But hear me out on that. Segment number two, my favorite saying, that's crazy. I have another Florida man story for you. But this time, it's going to be a little interesting because y'all know this Florida man. The headline for this one is, Florida man almost whoops behind of another Florida man in the gym. It's me. I'm gonna tell you my story. That's not a real. That's not a real headline. But I'm gonna tell you my story. Okay. So I work in a gym, right? And in the gym, we have this mask mandate. If y'all go to the gym, you already know how it works. But for those of you who haven't been to the gym, our mask mandate pretty much consists of you wearing the mask for the entirety of you being in the gym, unless you're actively working out. So, in a nutshell, this guy comes in, doesn't have a mask on. I'm at the front desk working, and. Um, I ask him, hey, sir, you know, you have a mask on and we do this little spiel or whatever. And, uh, you know, if they don't have a mask, we can sell them a mask or we give them a mask. But he goes outside, gets a mask, come back in. And uh, and then he has the mask on his ear and he doesn't have it on. So I say, excuse me, sir, you know, can you uh, put the mask on like completely, please? You know, I was really nice about it. Customer service voice. Uh, and he just he says, come on, man. Come on, bro. And he just keeps walking. And guess what I said? That's crazy. I said, ain't no way this man of God just walked past me and completely ignored what I said. And I don't know about y'all, but I do have times where I'm not prayed up. And sometimes I react in a way that I'm not proud of. So I watched this man. And the farther he got away from the desk without that mask, the more heated I got. So eventually, um, yeah, I went up to him. Probably wasn't the best idea, but I went up to him. I confronted him and I tried to have a conversation. He wasn't hearing me, but I was uh, set on being heard. And uh, and so that resulted in a pretty heated uh, verbal argument. But um, I mean, it even for a second looked like it might have got physical. I remember 
you know, my fight or flight response kicking in, like, shoot, man, should I back off or you know, we about to fight up in here in this gym? Uh, thankfully, it didn't get to that point, but um, it was a pretty crazy situation all over a mask. And um, and when I got back to the desk, I was sitting there thinking to myself, bro, I said, I responded like that over a mask. The Holy Spirit was convicting me just about how I responded. And, and I did feel bad, man. I was like, bro, I don't want to feel like that. I don't want to feel, you know, angry. I don't want to, you know, uh, feel like I, I have to have my guard up or, or even, just, you know, fight somebody if I'm being real with you. You know, I don't like that. I, I don't really, I'm a changed man now. But um, when I was thinking about that, it reminded me of, of a quote that we all hear or that we all heard at some point in our lives. And it's a, it's a quote by um, a guy named, uh, his name Charles Swindle is his name. And a part of the quote says, I'm convinced that life is 10% what happens to me and 90% how I react to it. And that sat with me for so long, man because I could not shake how I, re- how I reacted to that situation. It really bothered me. Um, but that's what I want to talk to y'all about. Can I talk to y'all about it? Y'all going to listen to me. If you're driving, please drive safe because we're going somewhere. I'm going to talk to you as you make your trip or whatever you're doing. But, but let's talk about the 90%, man. Let's talk about the 90%. Before we talk about the 90%, I do think it's important to to at least acknowledge the 10% because the 10% is a real thing, man. 10% is simply just what happens to you based on this this guy's quote. Uh, and, and if we look at 2020, if we take inventory over our lives, a lot of stuff has happened to us this year alone. Uh, I mean, some people have lost jobs. Some people have lost money. Some people have lost relationships. I mean, some people have even lost their peace of mind. But all things considered, we have all lost something. Um, we have been affected by, by people. We've been affected by things around us. We've just been affected. And that's that's a truth. It, we just have to first start off with that. Uh, but even going a little deeper, just to kind of frame where I'm going with the 90%, is we have to not only acknowledge the 10%, but acknowledge that a large portion of the 10%, what happens to us in this life, is going to be unfair. And that's a fact. Um, it's something that if you live life long enough, and I'm only 23, but you know, uh, most of us know that a lot of unfair things will happen to us. Um, things that, that we don't deserve a lot of times, sometimes, you know, they're unmerited, but but things are going to be unfair. And I think it's very, very important to acknowledge that fact, that things are unfair. And, and some of the reason why these things that happen to us are going to be unfair is because there's certain things in life that we can't control. And I want to give you three of them, three of them that I, I at least thought about. One of the first thing that we can't control is people's emotions. You know, people are are constantly dealing with things, and so their emotions a lot of times are going to be over the, all over the place, and uh, and because sometimes people can be governed by emotions, the way that they treat you might not be fair. 
you get what I'm saying. Like, you know, if you go into work and your boss is just upset about something, they could treat you unfairly out of out of that emotion sometimes. Um, another thing is people's intentions. I think we've all been in a place where we've trusted someone uh, in some way, shape or form. And we found out that their intentions just weren't good. Um, and the sad thing about intentions is, is we can't see those all the time. You know, and somebody's intentions is just, it's in their heart. And even with the best of discernment, we still miss it sometimes. People's intentions, sadly, aren't always pure, but um, but it can result in unfair things happening because of that that truth. And the last thing is um, is people's actions. You know, I can I can put it plainly. People are gonna do things that are just simply unfair to us. We all make choices. We all make decisions um, based on you know how we feel, based on where we are in life, and whatever else is going on in our heads. We make decisions, and a lot of times those decisions can affect people in uh, in negative ways. And a lot of us have been affected um, by decisions that other people have made. But it's something that we can't control. Therefore, it is unfair. Somebody say that with me. Unfair. That that's that's something that with the ten percent you got to get that down. A lot of it's a lot of it's going to be unfair. But um, the 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 thing to take away from that is before you can learn how to uh, steward the ninety percent uh, or, or respond in a healthy way. You got to acknowledge that, that the things won't be fair. And not only acknowledge, but I think it's important that you process it. Process the unfairness. Don't take a, don't, but don't take a nap there. Cause I know some people just sit there, well, it's unfair, 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 unfair. But they never dive into, you know, how the, the situation being unfair made them feel, you know, um, you, you just got to process it. You know, I don't want to get too deep into that. But one of the best ways to process the unfairness is talking to a counselor, talking to your friends, you know, talking to somebody who who will just hear you out, empathize with you and um, and get all that stuff out before you can you can actually respond. A lot of times you got to get out how you really feel. Be honest. You know, in this season, if you got let go in a way that you felt was unfair, be honest about it. Say that hurt me. I, I gave this company so much of my time and they just let me go that quick. Or, uh, you know, somebody cheats on you and you, you you gave them no reason to cheat on you. You thought you that you were loyal. You know, you said that you were loyal and, you know, you felt like you gave them everything that they needed or wanted or whatever. And they asked and they cheated on you and it was unfair. You got to be honest and say, not only was it unfair, but it hurt me. It hurt me in my in my heart. It made me feel angry. You know, just but process those things. That ten percent. Once you do that, I think you're you can take steps to um, being a good steward of the ninety percent and how you respond to to future uh, future situations and things like that. But after you acknowledge the unfairness, we have to understand that. How we respond is our responsibility, and that's really where I want to talk uh, for the majority of this this conversation today. Um, it, it's just the responsibility that we have for our responses. One of the things that used to make me so mad as a kid 
was when, uh, you know, one of my brothers or sisters would hit me and um, I would hit them back and my parents would be like, well, y'all both get in trouble because you hit him back. And I'd be like, yo, what, what are you talking about? He hit me first. And it's almost like they didn't under, they didn't hear me. You know, I was like, bro, it doesn't matter that I hit him back because they hit me first. And um, them being good parents, they reminded me that although what they did was wrong, my response was wrong too. And I still had to be held responsible for the way that I responded to something that was unfair initially. Um, it, it's a difficult, difficult thing to talk about, but this is the huddle. And that's why we have these difficult conversations. I think a lot of times we don't want to face the fact that we still are, no matter how ugly, no matter you know what somebody's done, we're still responsible for how we respond. There, there might be somebody listening right now and somebody did cheat on you, but I'm telling you right now, cheating, cheating again, you know, cheating to get back at them is, is not a wise way to go because you still are responsible for how you respond. And, and if, you think, if you think about it, you could be doing something to hurt someone else. You're not even really hurting the person that hurt you, which is the lie we, we believe. You know, if we, if we do what they did to us, they'll feel the effects. And, and many times it doesn't work that way. We end up just hurting somebody else who wasn't even in the picture. But um, all that to say, we are responsible for how we respond and um, and KOC, everybody listening, I just hope that we make wise decisions in our in our response. In that ninety percent, just make wise decisions. But we're we're gonna just take a look at some verses just to kind of give you like a frame of a point of reference for where we're about to go. And um, the first one we're gonna look at is um, in Romans, um, Romans chapter fourteen, verse twelve. And it says, each of us will give a personal account to God, a personal one, meaning God is not about to ask us about what the perpetrator did, the, the guy who cut you off. He's not about to ask you, you know, what color, what, what car did he drive? Did he have lifted, you know, lifted tires? He's not asking you. All he's asking you about is your response, how you responded to him cutting you off. That's what he's looking for. Um, and then the second um, verse is Ecclesiastes 12 and 14. And it says, For God will bring every act to judgment, everything which is hidden, whether it is good or evil. So, I mean, that's just reinforcing what I just said. Everything that we do, whether it's a response uh, to something negative that happened to us, we're, we're all going to give an account for those things, which is why I just want to reiterate that it's it, we have to understand that how we respond is our responsibility. We're, we're going to have to answer for how we respond. Um, but something that, that's important, I think, to go on with that and just to even encourage you is to know that how we respond to what happens to us determines where we go next. I mean, we honestly, your response is power. Your your response is direction. What the, if you respond in a certain way, you're, you're going to grow or you're going to be stagnant. Or in some cases, I mean, you fall back. For example, I'll use myself as an example. Uh, something that, that was not right happened to me. 
and my response in my pain and in my frustration and you know in the pain of being misunderstood I responded by doing what they did to me. I'm not me. I'll be. I'll, I'll keep it funky. Come on. I'm gonna cut it. Okay. So I, I got cheated on, right? And uh, and that hurt me pretty bad. And so uh, to process that pain, you know, I went and tried to get the attention of, of other people that I knew I wasn't interested in. And that response didn't grow me. You know, I got to say this too, man. There's this false thing going around that that people believe if you just pick and choose and play with people's hearts, you'll eventually find yours and you'll be able to heal yours. But it's a lie. Stepping on the hearts of other people to get to where you're going is not effective. It's destructive. It destroys you. It destroys everybody that, that you do it to. It's just not. It's not the way to go. It's not wise. And I say that because I've been there. And um, I say it from a place of, of humility, um, you know, not to condemn you, but but really just to get, I hope that you listen to this. And if you did have feelings of doing something uh, to get back at someone, that, that you just at least first take a second thought. I'm not saying just don't do, you know, but but take a second thought. Think about how it's actually going to affect somebody else. And then how it's going to affect you in the long run. But just think about it. You know, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm not here to preach to you. We're just having a conversation. But, but I think it is, is necessary to, um, to give some thought. Uh, let me help somebody else too. Your response, yes, is your responsibility. But your response doesn't make what the person did to you or the company did to you right. So to say it plainly, if you choose to bless someone who curses you or does you wrong, it doesn't change the fact that they did you wrong. You just chose the high road. You just chose your response. The thing that you did have power over or power of, you chose. And you chose something that that blessed them and blessed you. But... um. But just because you, you, you choose a healthy and a mature response doesn't mean uh, that, that what they did to you was right. I know that there's, there's probably people listening that have been through some very, very painful situations in their life. And it's been hard to forgive. They were unfair. There wasn't anything that you did to deserve it, but it hurt. And, and you have a hard time um, responding in a loving way because of the pain and, and, and you feel like you responding in a loving way makes what they did to you invalid but but I'm here to tell you that that's not true what they did to you was wrong it wasn't right and just because you choose to respond in love doesn't change that Ecclesiastes 12:14 says that it says God will bring every act to judgment, everything which is hidden, whether it is good or evil. So it might look like they, they got over on you or it might look like they got away with it. But at some point, we're all going to have to give an account for the hidden things that we do, too, that nobody knows about. So focus on, on that response. 
and I and I pray that you choose you choose wisely. Something something that, that I believe will help those listening is sometimes the best response is no response. I get that there are situations where you know uh, something is wrong, and to prevent it from happening again, you know you do have to address it. But um, I mean that sometimes no response is the best response because sometimes you need time to process your emotions. Sometimes you need time to see what is the best way to respond uh, in a loving manner, you know. Uh, and and so, f- in a moment, sometimes the best response is no response, and it's it's okay. It's okay to take your time, but you always want to learn from from your mistakes in the past. You always want to learn from just different different situations, past things in the past that maybe you haven't. You didn't respond in a in a proper way back then. You want to learn from those things, and you want to learn about people too, so that you can uh, you can prevent yourself from from getting in a mess and having to react instead of respond. And real quick, just to um, distinguish between the two, reacting and responding, um, a reaction is quick. A response, you have a little bit of a window. Um, but you want to, I know there's situations where you do just react as a natural thing. But if you have the opportunity, if you have the means to do so, a response is, is, is much better. Because the ball's in your court at that point. You get to choose the outcome. If you ever seen Never Back Down, it's a, it's a UFC movie, a fighting movie. It's, a, it's an awesome line that he uses. Anyway, you know, I'm, I'm getting sidetracked. Let's get back to it. One of the ways, um, I think the main way, honestly, that is going to help empower you to uh, respond and be a really good steward of that 90% is when you wake up, man, decide who you're going to be and let your responses come from that. If you don't get anything else out of what I say, because I know I rambled a lot, you, you already know, but if you don't get anything else from, from this episode, take this. When you wake up, decide the type of person that you're going to be and let all your responses come from that person, from that place. Like, for example, when when I wake up in the morning, I decide, hey, today I'm going to be a man of God. I'm going to be a man of integrity. I'm going to be a man that's kind. I'm going to be a man that's compassionate, a man that's empathetic. I'm going to be a man that's, that's Christ-like, that embodies the, the character of Christ to the best of my abilities. That's who I'm going to be today. I'm not going to be perfect, but that's who I'm striving to be. And so I'm going to let all of my responses to the things and the situations that come my way come from that. I, I, when I think about what I'm going to do, that's a good time to say, what would Jesus do? Oh, that kind of rhyme. Come on, sign me, baby. That was good. Thank you, Jesus. But yeah, you know, I wake up, man, and I decide, hey, this is who I'm going to be today. And who I decide I'm going to be is just that. It no longer matters what somebody else says to me or what somebody else does to me that's not right. I decided in my heart who I'm going to be. The 90% is mine. You know what I'm saying? I can't, the 10% I can't always control. A lot of, I, I won't be able to control the 10% what happens to me. But best believe I can control the 90%. You know, best believe I can do what the word says and, and bless somebody 
who curses me. You know, I, I can do that. I have the I have the power to do that. Let me tell you, man, if you decide to be an eagle, you wake up and say, I'm going to be an eagle. Don't start barking at people in traffic. You, you, no, 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 no. You said you're going to be an eagle. You're going to soar. You're going to fly. And you out here barking, people, barking at people in traffic because they cut you. Mm-mm-mm. That's not who you are. You got to remember who you are, baby. Come on. Stay high. You got to rise above the situation and respond in the confidence. Respond from the confidence in who you are. Be an eagle. Stay high. Don't get caught up in the, in the things of, of this earth, man. The things that are that are petty, you know, the things that are hateful. Stay high, uh, man. I'll, I'll tell you. I, I want to give you like a, a quick testimony. The guy that I was telling you about, and that's crazy. This is even crazier. So I actually saw him um, earlier today. It's funny enough. I saw him earlier today, and uh, you know we had some beef. Um, we would see each other and and make eye contact, or whatever. I go this way, he go that way. It was just one of those things where it's like, yep, yeah, let's just go our separate ways before we uh, fight again or whatever. It was just you know there was some tension there. But I was uh, I was at the gym today walking by, and um, it was kind of the same. And it got to the point where it was so awkward because we'd be going in the same direction, but you know you would intentionally try to go find something else to do so you don't run into them. And I found myself, I'm like, man, I'm out here working and I'm just, now it's affecting my job. And, um, and I felt like the Holy Spirit said, go over there and apologize. And, um, I was like, bro, this is crazy. I'm going to look like a chump, man. But you know, I, I laid my life down and I said, yes, sir, I got you. I'm, I'm doing it. I want to honor you. I decided when I woke up this morning, I'm going to be a man of God. I'm going to forgive. Um, I'm going to lead in love. And, um, and so I said, bump it. And I went and I said, uh, hey, man, I just wanted to apologize uh, for the other day when I kind of went off on you. And I know that it was both heated, but I, I just was having a bad day. I responded in the wrong way. And I just wanted to apologize to you. And, uh, and man, his face lit up and he said, bro, I get it. I understand you were doing your job and, 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 and I responded wrong, too. And, um, and, and you know, just. As black men, we shouldn't come after each other and stuff like that. Yada yada. In a nutshell, we had a heart to heart. I honestly wanted to give him a hug, but we were in the gym, bro. So I was like, you know what? I just stopped him up, bro, because I'm weird like that. I love hugs. Uh, Jesus done made my heart soft, y'all. But anyway, um, it was really cool, though. I, I was obedient to the Holy Spirit. I said that I was sorry. I chose to respond um, in a way that, in the past, I wouldn't have, because it takes a lot of pride. Uh, being put down to respond in the way that I did, um, in the way that I believe the Holy Spirit wants us to respond when we're met with unfair situations and things that that frustrate us. But um, but I tell you that just to encourage you, man. Um, in this life, I don't know what you're going through, but but what I do know is that a lot of it has been unfair to you. Um, a lot of it are things that you couldn't control whether it be just just financial situations or you know personal situations in your life whatever it is um i know that a lot of it has been unfair i get that and a lot of it is the 10% it's part of that 10% that 10% seems so big but the 90 is so much bigger how you respond you have so much power to change the trajectory of your life in just your responses 
the last I told I said I was gonna be done, but this is the last example. Martin Luther King, he he's my favorite guy because he he really modeled the love of Jesus better than than anybody um that I think I've seen in or heard of in this lifetime, besides Jesus himself. Down to the sacrificial love, man. But but thinking about what he did, it's not that he didn't fight. But he fought with a different weapon. It's not that he didn't respond. He responded in a way that other people wouldn't and didn't until he took the step and went first. See, he fought back with love against the things that, that tore people apart. He fought back with love against division and hatred and, and just blatant racism. He, he fought back in a way that that chose the high road. He chose to be an eagle instead of being when they were sicking dogs on him. You know what I'm saying? And, and um, this man, he he changed the world. We got a, we got a whole day off because of my guy. But um, man, just be inspired by him. Be inspired by Jesus, man. Jesus, oh, man. I you know I said that was the last one, but I can't stop, man, because Jesus was the best one. Now imagine. If Jesus would have complained his way all the way to the cross. Oh man, y'all, this is wrong. I didn't do anything wrong. Y'all just spit on me and, and I'm, the, I'm the son of God, man. Y'all just ripped my clothes. Y'all just put this crown on my head. What are y'all doing to this? Why are y'all doing this to me? Like, just imagine if Jesus cried all the way to the cross. He wouldn't have been focused on the 90% that saved us. It was in the 90% that I had the grace to be here today. It was in the 90% that I can get up today and be a better man. It was in the 90% that I no longer have to be bound to things like pornography and lust and lying and stealing and cheating. It was in the 90% that I could learn to love again after being cheated on. It was in the 90% that I could hope again when I felt like all hope was lost. It was in the 90% that I could get up when I didn't want to live anymore. It was in the 90%. Because Jesus stewarded his 90%. And he didn't give up. He didn't give in. And he died for my sins. Another rhyme. Jesus. Man. I, I, I had this life that I'm just so thankful for, man. But, but I just say all that just to say, steward the 90%. The 90% is so important. It doesn't mean that the 10% isn't there. It doesn't mean that things that happen to you are are um are right or just, you know, that all, you know, all hell broke loose and stuff like that. I know it may feel that way. But you still got the 90%. You still have a choice to respond. You still have an opportunity to to change the narrative for your own life and for those who are coming behind you. You might even bless the one who hurts you. But steward the 90%. The 90% is so much more than I can I can even fit in this episode. But steward the 90%. You choose your outcome, no matter what comes. But this would not be the huddle if we did not give you strategy. It's time to go. As you know, number one is always to pray. Before we we steward the, the 90, before we acknowledge the 10, before we do any of that, 
we, we got to pray. We got to get our minds right. Always pray. But number two, acknowledge the reality that many things that happen to us won't be fair. That'll help you. It'll help you to process things. It'll help you to, to keep moving forward. Just an understanding that the reality is many things that happen to us won't be fair. Number three, take ownership of your responses to what happens to you. Yes, it sucks. Yes, things aren't fair. But at the end of the day, we're still responsible for how we respond. And number four, this, this, is, this is the golden ticket right here. Trust that God is just in all his ways and will always have the final say. Ecclesiastes 12.14 is a great one to go back to. Knowing that everybody's going to have to give an account, it just, it just reinforces that he fights your battles. Even the things that happen to you that are unfair, that seem like they're getting away with it, God always has the final say. And because God has the final say, it can help you to respond in a better way. Man, I sound like a poet, bro. What, what am I keep, why do I keep rhyming? Anyways, man, I just, I enjoyed it. I hope that y'all got something out of it. LA will be back next week with a word for you. Before I let you go, I just want to pray and uh, and seal this word. So, dear Heavenly Father, Lord, I thank you for this word. I thank you for uh, this episode, Lord, that you just allowed us to record one more time. I pray that uh, each and every person listening, that you would bless their homes, bless their families, uh, bless their futures and in, in everything uh, that they do, all their endeavors, Lord. I ask that you would continue to bless them. But more than that, Lord, I ask that you would seal this word in their hearts, Lord, that you would begin to minister, minister to them in a personal way. You know what they need. I may not have hit it, but your Holy Spirit is so good that you can touch them right where they are. So, Lord, you know what they need. I ask that you would just continue to to feed them and to heal them and to bind them up and to encourage them uh, through this platform and just through their personal devotion with you. Lord, we pray for L.A. and his leadership over kingdom, over castles. And uh, and we ask that you would continue to bless him uh, each and every day that he chooses and he wakes up to lead this ministry. Lord, we just thank you once again for this podcast. We thank you for uh, sending your son Jesus. There's so much that we can thank you for. But Lord, we're just going to end it one more time by just saying a big thank you. Y'all, KLC, man, it's been real. Until next time, y'all be easy. And remember, focus on the 90%.